Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I am your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrogallo. Welcome to a weird hell this week. Welcome to a very weird hell. Strange, strange hell. Left us both very confused. Um, Yeah, to say the least. If this is your first week with us, welcome. If this is not your first week with us, welcome back. Uh, We thank you for being here with us to relive these tales in painful and excruciating detail. Uh, Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your Patreon (laughs) donations. Thank you for being you. Uh, Yes, we are on Patreon. Thank you for not asking. We are at patreon.com slash yougotheigold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We talk 90 Day Fiance. Uh, below deck, Plotsy, make your own rom com. Our games are the best, and this, yeah, we, this episode we, came we, from that. Yeah, we fucking put time into our games. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, like these games, games are, are not like whatever. Like I spent a lot of fucking time writing out the characters and you know making the buckets of things yes. to choose from on make your own rom com. So don't be like, oh, whatever. They play games. We fucking play games. We play games over here. We play games. And on top of that, this one came from Plotsy. Yes, you our most a- recent episode of Plotsy on. 90 Day Fiance. Um, I because on the in that game, I showed James movie posters of movies he's never seen, more than likely have never even heard of, and um, or I've seen. I don't know. Like he's seen the poster, you know, yeah, like, whatever. What like he's like seen a preview. I don't know. I'm but good anyway. at tuning shit out, as so, you've noticed. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I can have a full conversation with him when he's like researching for something, and he'll be like, "What did you just say?" And I'm like, yeah. "You heard none of that." Well, okay. you, do, you don't get my. He's attention got intense first. focus. Just, yeah. I okay. That's fine. Um, so we played Plotsy, and I showed him the movie poster for Intolerable Cruelty, and the the movie was very interesting. James, I will tell you, a lot of yeah. our patrons said that you are getting better at this game, so I, I did want to applaud your effort. I noticed See? that you were doing really well doing as a good well. Job. Um, you diversified. It wasn't just stabbing. There was there I was mean, a dominatrix thing going on. If stabbing <laughs> comes to me, if stabbing... <laughs> If if the poster no. sings stabbings to me, no. I'm going to talk about stabbings. But these posters sang me a different song. What do yeah. you want from me? They were so, what they are. Last week we watched Bedazzled, and this which we loved. And then this oh, week uh, we watched the movie Intolerable Cruelty because I just wanted to show James for once just how wrong he is. Like how he needs to like, adjust his thinking a about, little bit. Yeah. About um, what the movie's about. Yeah, because I'm like, listen, he he never believes me how wrong he is, and so I had to show him. <laughs> But after I saw the movie, I think I was more right than I thought I was seeing the poster because she was a a certain kind of dominatrix. So I was sort of yeah. Right. I mean, there was some type of sort of right pain. Um, okay, financial. So yeah, we are on Patreon. We do that type of stuff. We watch a bunch of movies. Um, if you like our show, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. 
Please. Great. Let's just fucking get Thank into you. it. Let's do we? it. All right. So let's be intolerably cruel to people. Well, it, life was intolerably cruel to us. The we movie had to is watch it. Intolerable Cruelty, 2003, one hour, 39 minutes. I will say at least it was yeah, just barely in that threshold. James and I think that 96 minutes is... That's about right for yeah. one of these movies. And this is this continues. October so far in the two movies we've seen in October and, and done an episode on has been uh, uh, talented, great filmmakers with excellent resumes that like their worst movie yeah like what was the last one the bedazzled was it's a harold ramus movie for christ's sake oh and so, he's amazing yeah yeah he's made like the list just goes on forever this is a coen brothers movie produced by brian grazer yeah it was like that's i mean look at just look them up i yeah. mean you look up grazer and look up the coen brothers you go holy shit those are great movies they made intolerable cruelty yeah what the fuck yeah uh this movie is starring Catherine zeta jones and george clooney the IMDb description, a beautiful gold digger matches wits with a shrewd Beverly Hills divorce lawyer who is increasingly attracted to her. Okay. Okay. All right. The, sure. tag, the tagline <laughs> is, the taglines, oh, there's three of them. Oh, thank God. A romantic comedy with bite. With bite? Yeah. There's Nobody no, gets, it's not like a vampire oh, movie. there's dogs in it. But that's really like, that's. I don't think that's wow. where they're going. With bite is a specific term. It's got to be, that's like okay, a vampire movie. Okay, whoever wrote movie. that tagline at us, tell us what you mean. Yeah, they really like watched the movie and were like, I'll Engage get the, dogs the enemy. That's a good one. That's better. Or they can't keep their hands off each other's assets. Okay. Well, hey, that's, that's a pretty good one too. Hey, wink, wink, hey, wink. Hey, hey. Are you ready for that's, my, oh. That, I'm sorry, I was just say that's in the uh, kind of the tone of the movie. Yeah. That, yeah, like I, this movie's halfway between a serious like actually trying to be a stupid rom-com halfway between that and like naked gun hot shots yeah like it's it's in between to where it knows it's it knows what it's doing yeah it's they're not because it's the coen brothers they're not like oh this is a good movie like it knows what it's doing it knows it's making fun of this but at the same time it's not making fun of it it's just reflecting it. It's just yeah. making. It's just. It's almost like. It's almost like people play acting up like something bad. But it's. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. There's no commentary on it. Okay. Like with a yeah. Spoof, I see what you're saying. Yeah. With a spoof, the jokes are commentary on the genre and commentary on the tropes and all that. Whereas Those this are is just, the spoofs are more like a wink and a nod. Where this yeah. is just like a wink, and then everybody's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Is, are you gonna nod at that too? Yeah. It's just weird. It's yeah. a weird tone that they did with Burn After Reading too, where you're like, is this gonna go somewhere? And yeah. it just doesn't. It's just a mediocre yeah. movie where you're like, well, this just sucks. That yeah. was, thanks, Coen Brothers. Okay. Well, are you ready to hear Sorry. how much it yeah. how much it could have sucked? Originally? Oh, no. Yeah, please. Okay. Let me know. I don't even want to have you guess who... Okay. This movie was originally set to be helmed by Andrew Bergman, who cares, Okay. and a reteaming of Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. <laughs> no. No, that would have Can been... Can you imagine Julia Roberts as a... As a... <laughs> no, I can't. It's just, she wouldn't have worked in the Catherine Zeta-Jones role at all. <laughs> And Richard Gere as... She's too honest. And I'm not saying... Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones 
is devastatingly beautiful. Like she is yeah. just beautiful. But she's got like a and she has this like mischief like look yeah, about her where like yeah she's got a look. She that looks says, like she can get up to some stuff. Yeah, she has a look that says I'm gonna break you. Yeah, like that's her look, like, like Elizabeth Hurley, but in a way that you're yeah. gonna enjoy for a while, but then it's gonna hurt afterwards. Yeah, like, that's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what you're getting into when yeah. you get Catherine Zeta Jones. You're like I'm. She's way out of my league, yeah. and I'm. I, this is gonna at some point, not good. At some point, yeah. I'm. This is gonna be a fucking problem. And I'm gonna George, pay. George dearly. Clooney has such a great uh, comedic delivery. He's very, he's, he's very, very good in a comedic role. I love him yeah. in a comedic role because I love him in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, that's the thing I don't get. Like, I feel bad for the actors in this movie because oh, they were all great because they're good. And I, in a movie like this, it's a weird where do, where's the tone? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, okay, so it's not a spoof, but I'm not playing it for real. It felt like it's so strange. It, okay, so it was I. So strange. On a level, I enjoyed this movie because I. If it's got it was, funny moments. In if it. it was like a two-hour, fifteen-minute movie where like they took it seriously and you know like whatever, I really think like they could have added some more scenes that kind of tied everything together because this felt like they rushed through a lot of things because it felt like yeah. there could have been more jokes. There could have been like okay, a call back here because like they they liked to call things back. Yes, and. It just felt like they could have had more if they stretched it out. Now, of course, if it's two hours and 15 minutes, I'm not watching it. But not, No, we're, we're it's off of our list at that point. No, what's that one movie that we watched where we were like, whoa, know, that Martin Scorsese movie that we just oh, watched? Oh, The Irishman. That was the good. Irishman. I thought you meant the... I was surprised that we sat through yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Though. Okay, that's but a, anyway, let's get movie. into this movie. Yeah, this though... It, Mm, it's so strange. The tone is just so fucking weird. It's pretty. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Jeffrey Rush is in. Um, he's in. He's driving a Jaguar. He's in a long-haired wig. Um, and he's singing uh, Simon and Garfunkel's "The Boxer." Yeah. Um, he has arrived. What feels like home. Well, you can tell. Like he's like driving up, and it's like yeah, it's like up the ho- Hollywood Hill, like yeah. like that sort of thing. Like it's pretty, and yeah. there's like nice things, and he's, he's got, got his top down, his ponytail. And his ponytail. He's got his car is his white linen suit, and he's got a yeah, and he's you know singing comfortably. Yeah, pulls into his driveway that looks like this nice hill with this nice house that sits up on the hill. Yeah. So it's like, this guy's really, his life is going wonderfully, it yeah. just looks like at Obviously. this point. For, for yeah, now. he seems very joyous. So he yeah. gets home. Um, there is a van, and it, then there's a door hanger on the door that says, Ollie will fix it, and it's for pool repair and et cetera. Um, when he walks in the house, he's like, honey? And, you know, he's looking for somebody, and you hear people running around, and you know them trying yeah, to you hear pitter patter and you hear moving furniture and you hear whatever and then I'm in here um, and her yeah. bed is not made up it's all crazy her hair's all you know yeah, messed up so you're like okay yeah there's a the, the bed's messed up the pillows are moved and there's like you know head holes at each pillow yeah so that's a bad sign there is uh, a indentations fog bank of- <laughs> there's a fog bank of twat mist that's that's as Patton Oswald would put it. A fog bank of twat mist. <laughs> when him and his wife went and looked at a, uh, a at a house, bit. and then <laughs> that is a wonderful. Oh, was bit. that today? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "They seem nice." And he's like, "No, we're not buying that house." No, I think it's yeah, it's got juices we all in the carpet. Okay, but so her hair's all yeah, like her hair's all messed up, matted in and, the back and shit. 
So he's asking, like, you know, who's here? So she says, oh, do you remember my friend Ollie? And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. So Ollie pops out and they're talking and he's like, yeah, we'll take two brushes. We'll take this, you know, we'll take cleaner. And oh, isn't that weird? We don't even have a pool in the backyard. Yeah. And so it's like, uh oh, and he starts, you know, he, he's obviously on to something. And then Ollie says, so you caught me porking your old lady. Yeah. He's like, let's all just be and we're all let's a little embarrassed chill, about it. Yeah. Let's just all be cool about it. We'll all relax yep. and let's all blah, blah, blah. And Jeffrey rushes anything but relax. Yes, because he goes into his nightstand and grabs a gun. Uh, the wife hits him over the head with an award. And daytime she, Emmy, I believe. It was something like kind of Achievement it was Award. A daytime Emmy like, that's Lifetime my, Achievement Award. Yeah, that's my blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. Lifetime Achievement Award. And then yeah. she pokes him in the ass with it. Yeah, because it's got like wings on yeah, top. Yeah, it's got wings on top and it's really sharp. So she pokes <laughs> him in the ass with it. <laughs> And, uh, Fucked in the ass by the Emmy committee again. They, yeah. Again. For a second time, you they, can never just enjoy your winnings. They got me. Um, so then they both drive away, Ollie and the wife. Um, she takes the Jaguar. He's like shooting at the Jaguar. Oh, he's just bucking shots as yeah. she's rolling back in a, at the van at the Jag. He, it's crazy. He is very smart to take pictures of where she poked him in the ass with the Emmy, um, with the Polaroid camera. And this was probably where I was like, did I? Take an edible because he's taking <laughs> pictures of his butt and there's a huge like flash going on and he is laughing he's like, maniacally. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like ta- taking, taking a picture of his butt while, like, while bucking shots off into the fucking neighborhood into the Hollywood Hills. Like, so he tells his he's neighbor taking tree branches off. His and shit. neighbor is like looking at him like, holy fuck, what just happened? Because he's just bucking shots and then he's like, don't worry about it. And then yeah, he just starts business. taking pictures of his butt and laughing. So I. I knew we were in for a wild ride. We knew it was going to be an interesting tale at that point. Then we have another opening credit sequence. It's very weird and animated with a bunch of like, it's like Cupid's yeah. Island. There's all there's, these cherubs. There's two credits, uh, two opening Yeah, there's credits. one opening credits and then that's, a cold you know, open, even though there's an opening credits, they yeah. still do treat it like a cold open that and goes into more credits. And then they have this weird like Monty Python animation, yeah. but it's like a bunch of cherubs, a bunch of Cupids, and they're all like... Yeah, luckily I remembered I did take an edible during that, so yeah. I was not freaked out. It was good. good. I was like, okay, this is not... This isn't me. I'm good. God I'm, bless. Yeah. Okay. So now, then we cut to after the very long opening credits. It's long. It's a whole the song. The second one, I was like, oh, this one's longer. It's a whole song. I was thinking, I'm like, maybe they did like half and then they're just going to do like a short little jobber here. No. Because they didn't do the actors up top and then they do start with yeah. the actors and then you're like, okay, that's it. But then they go through like everybody. Yeah. Like, they, oh I think they went through Crafty and everything. This like, is they like, went, yeah. yeah, this is really getting... Now Deep. we're at the dentist office for a tooth whitening with George Clooney. Um, he is whitening while on a cell phone call, which I did find odd because I don't like to have my phone on my person at the dentist's office anywhere near any machinery that they... He's a busy businessman who he's, needs to yeah, do business. He's literally on the phone up until he gets to the office. Like yeah. You see him on the phone with his receptionist, or not his his assistant. And yeah. she's, you know, but, and he's like, she goes, where are you? And he goes, I'm right here. Yeah. So he puts his phone in his pocket. How you doing? Yeah. He's like smooth and suave. He's smooth and suave. He's Clooney in this. Yeah. And this is, what yeah, we got, made? we got Clooned hard. 2003, it came out. So yeah, this is still like kind yeah. of prime Clooney era. Yeah. Like as far as his, let's be honest, every Clooney era is a, f- a prime Clooney. Yeah. But I mean, now he's going into his twilight directing years, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, Where he's yeah. producing and directing. He's mm-hmm. the, like what Paul Newman did and like yeah. all these guys, Classy. Robert Redford. Yeah. They're going out. 
Mountain style. They don't want. It's not. It's unsightly for an aging man to be making fucking six movies a year. Yeah, it's a little unsightly. You got to make one every couple years, make it real good, and then you produce and direct something. Oh, and, get, and I get think an George award. Clooney is like the guy for Nespresso. Didn't we just see I him think, on yeah. a? He he'll do a commercial for some shit. Wasn't he doing a booze? At some point, I don't know. Was he, I'm sure he like owned the booze. Probably that's the new thing that actors own fucking booze now. Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds has a Mint Mobile. I know I just sounded a like Mint an old Mobile. person. Yeah, he does like a like a phone service. Oh, Mint oh, Mobile. I because I know who did Ryan did Ryan Reynolds have the gin? Is yeah, that him? He's got the aviation okay, gin. because he has the gin. You said Mint Mobile, so I'm like, is that a new? Is that booze? Like, oh my god! Yeah, just live, drinking and walking uh, around. I thought it's like mint, it's like a mint it's a julep. Mint, yeah, a but mint it's a mint mobile, mobile like a yeah. modern mint julep, yeah. and he sells it like a bottle of it. Maybe he should make, make a mint mobile as yeah. well, like as a drink yeah. to promo his mint. There you go, Ryan Reynolds. There you go. Free fucking idea. And you're gonna make eight hundred million dollars off of yeah, it. Yeah, make dick. a yeah. You fucking dick. And we're not even asking for anything. No. Um, you same fucking performance in every movie, dick. Yeah. You make a fucking cocktail. Call it the mint mobile and make it like a to. Go cocktail because yeah. you know pandemic. Okay, you Jason Lee two point motherfucker. Oh yeah, I said it. That's right, Ryan Reynolds. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same performance. It's not cute anymore. Okay, but it, hold on. I still want like partial credit for the idea. I don't expect money. I just I want, want a cut. I want him to say this is Sarah and she's drinking <laughs> she's the Mint tr- Mobile. <laughs> Listen to P.S. I hate this movie. <laughs> have you ever seen, have you ever heard of Small Town Murber? 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 Have you heard of Small Murber? I, either way, I, I want to cut of the $800 million. You'll never hear my voice ever again. Yeah. That's it. We'll move to the middle of nowhere. $100 million. You'll never, you'll be like, what happened to him? And I'll have faked my suicide yeah. or something. I'll, or not a suicide, but I'll have faked like a, I'll have like a van go off a cliff or something dramatic <laughs> That's like that. That's Vannon. Okay. That's something real dramatic. Stop. And you're like, oh, we have so to talk sad. about this movie. Uh, okay. Jeffrey Rush's soon-to-be ex-wife is at George Clooney's office for a meeting, and he's creating a whole elaborate story. Like, you know, he beat you repeatedly. She goes, no, no, no. Like, I... I actually hit him. I hit like, him, and he's like, important. no, no, no. <laughs> and he goes, you know, it's, it's pretty smart that he took pictures of the injury that you gave him, but, like, don't worry about it, because you were just defending yourself, because he beat you repeatedly, and, you know... Whatever. So we're like, okay, he's a slimy divorce attorney. Gross. Yeah. He actually was like, and maybe you're not having, maybe you weren't having a sexual affair with this guy. Maybe, maybe was he him. was. Yeah. Maybe he was having a, and she was far? like, she was like, huh? He's yeah. like, too far with, the, okay, maybe that's too far. It turns out Jeffrey Rush uh, produces a television show. It is a soap opera. So. Yay. Whatever. Yeah. So he's got money. Basically. We're being, we're being introduced to. George Clooney and what type of a guy he is because now we smashed to cut to a divorce proceeding a trial and this woman yeah. is on the stand and she is being questioned and <laughs> the cut is really disturbing because it's this sweet old lady He's, and it's a sweet old she looks like she's she, always in like she's look, always like an, a, a featured extra in movies yeah she looks like she'd sell you french fries at a bowling alley is Ooh, the I best way to fries. describe yeah, her. Yeah, I yeah. would love bowling alley french fries right now but because they're always good do you ever have bowling alley french yeah, fries yeah they're better they're really good because it's old grease they're Stop. not going to change we have to talk about this lady so, so she's yeah sorry she's everybody we're going to go get french fries and uh, we'll be right back we'll be back in a little while Um, here's Frankie and Benny to take over <laughs> we'll get you guys something if you want anything if you, you want french fries do you want us to grab you some because if we bring it back you'll stick around right Oh no! Do you guys remember when Mom and Dad went out to go get bowling alley French fries yeah. and never came back? 
We have to do this. Movie's boring. It's stop. Boring. It's great. So no. the tran- the transition here is so it's a sweet old lady, and her lawyer is questioning her and says, "You said you were a sex slave to your husband for thirty six years," and she goes, "Oh yeah, except for the two years that he was stationed in the navy." Yes, and I was like, "Oh, oh my." Um. So then we you know we see George. Clooney and his uh, co-counsel um, Lackey. We see him. It's actually one of the guys from Bedazzled. Yeah, they're it's representing the bowling alley, la- yeah. bowling alley lady's husband. Yeah, at the and so he's just talking with his co-counsel about how he feels. George Clooney is how he feels like he's bored. You know, he has two new cars. He has all this stuff, but nothing makes him happy. Like, Unfulfilled. He seems to really enjoy scamming people and getting their money. And the client he likes is just, to win. Yeah, he's just looking like. Like in absolute shock and horror at his wife on the stand saying all this stuff about him, and the intruder. They, um, yeah, and then uh, they. Uh, it's George Clooney's turn to cross-examine, and he asks, "Who is David Gonzalez?" Yeah, this and is... the wife says, "This he's the tennis pro at the club," and he's like, "Oh, he's the tennis pro. Then why do you address him in your letters as David and Goliath?" And there you go. And then, oh shit. Like Boom. he's willing to find Clooney just laid all down the information. Pow. Now I don't know the purpose of Cedric the Entertainer's. Oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> There's um, the dad from Gilmore Girls is driving very, very drunk and erratically to a hotel with a lady, and there's a car following slowly behind him. And they park at a hotel. The car pulls up in the hotel, and it's Cedric the Entertainer. Um, I didn't know the purpose of his role in the movie, but I enjoyed every second of it. Um, he was hilarious. He has a camera with a big light on it, and he's filming um, in the Gil- the Gilmore Girls' dad and the girl. Oh, he kicks and, this fucking yeah, hotel he, he room kicks door. The door down. <laughs> it's like, and he is like, "I nailed your ass! I'm I nailed your ass!" ass. He's like, I, no, he's like, "I nailed your yeah, ass!" He's not, I'm gonna. He is yeah. doing it. I'm nailing your well, ass. They I'm, scream yeah, and they're run screaming away from, and yeah. running away, and. Then he's showing this video to Catherine Zeta-Jones, and that man is her husband. So he's showing, like, he's a private investigator, and he nailed this man's ass. Yeah, he nailed his ass. Now, normally, I wouldn't be, you know, into, a like, a breaking and entering Mm -hmm. rush job situation. But this particular guy, I feel like, due to his lack of discretion, kind of deserved this. Because not only was he just out in the open doing this, the way they drove to the hotel... He was literally not even swerving around in his lane, swerving from lane to lane back and forth while a blonde girl screamed woo, standing up out of the convertible, holding an entire full size bottle of liquor. Yeah, that you're asking to get someone's going to see that you're asking for your ass to get nailed. Your your ass is going to get nailed. What if he's swerving around? She went flew out of the the car in the road. You'd have to leave her there at that point. Someone's going to nail your ass. Your ass is nailed. Yeah. Then what happened? You pull into here sideways, you end up hitting the thing, someone wakes up, sees you, what happens? Ass nailed. Ass nailed. Okay, can I tell you something? For the rest of the movie, nail your ass, nail his ass. They say it a hundred times. It is in this movie, from start to finish, we get our asses nailed. Yeah. The phrase, nail your ass. And it's it's a ridiculous phrase, but it's not, it's just like the movie. It's not ridiculous enough. Not just enough. from Cedric the Entertainer. It's literally from everybody, everybody in this movie. Who don't, people don't even know each other say yeah. it. Like it's, it's not like, oh, these guys hang, hang out together and all say that. 
people who are complete disparate like, characters like on other sweet, sides of the city. You got sweetheart scammed. It's instead of a sweetheart yeah. scam, it's you got your ass you nailed. You got your ass nailed. They all, <laughs> it's like just a common occurrence. It's like oh, it's an ass nailing. Yeah, like it's a legal term yeah. almost. Like oh, that would be a it's a standard ass nailing on the. Oh floor, wow, the, look at this uh, statute one seventy five. Ass nailing statute. If you've nailed an ass, see it says here clearly. It's, it's the uh, NYA statute. But just like it's the, the nail your ass. Just like the movie, it's like a ridiculous phrase, but not ridiculous enough for it to be ridiculous. But, but it's not enough normal to be enough. Weird. Yeah. And uh, Coen Brothers movies will say this: nail your ass. Every Coen Brothers movie creates a, an alternate universe. Yeah. That's like. If 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 there's our world, picture it, and then picture one that's slightly, ju- it's just a skew. It's not another planet, yeah. But it's just our world in another in another reality, like almost like yeah. the people are a little weird. Everything's a little weird, which is good. And that's normally terrific when they do that. Raising Arizona, yeah. amazing. Everybody's weird. Things are weird. But this is a weird world to exist in. I guess every once in a while that that has to miss if you're the creating di- the weirdness. And I guess this and Burn After Reading the are their misses. Divorce level. The divorce attorney universe is not a universe I wanted no. to get shed some light into. So I don't. Yeah. The one thing that I feel like James and I. Correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe just validate. The one (laughs) thing that I think is good about what we took away from this movie is uh, nail your ass. Is nail your ass. Nail your (laughs) ass is what we need. That's the one thing is the phrase now. I'm going to nail your ass. (laughs) I'm going to be telling people just around the house, like if the dog's like, you know, doing something. I'm going to nail your ass, Frankie. By the way, our dogs do not chew anything. No, they're actually really good. They've never. It's weird. They don't chew. No. And they have toys. Because we always gave them toys. We gave them because we were like, they're big dogs that are going to chew the shit out of things. So we made sure they had things. can make a whole basketball go in his mouth. It's disturbing, but so yeah. So we got to keep those doggies busy. Otherwise, we'll have to nail their ass. And then yeah. what happens? Yeah, and I think they also know that there's a feel, fear of their there's gonna be ass, an ass being nailed. There's going to be an ass nail. There's nailing. a very real fear. Ass so, nailing coming up, bitches. Yeah. What's up? Okay, so anyway, that's what we got out of that. Um, so the husband goes home, um, and Catherine Zeta-Jones is like, no... Um, I'm going to nail your ass, so don't... And I think she does say, hey, I'm going to nail your ass. There's a nasty nailing coming up here. I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure she says that. Like, I'm oh, going yeah. to nail your ass. Because first of all, she was getting all fucking hoity-toity with Cedric the Entertainer. Meanwhile, all she says for the rest of the movie is nail your ass. Like and they all he, say it. She's like, well, usually, you know, you're not very tactful. And he's like, um, if you want a tact... Per- if you want someone who's tactful, hire a tactician. I'm here to nail people's asses. I'm here so. to nail asses. Yeah. And, you know, something else. Yeah. I don't even know. So he's just like, listen, I fucking break down <laughs> doors so and I've got a big, huge light and I'm going to nail your ass. And she's like making fun of him for it. But then she adopts the phrase, which I think is what we should all do. We should all nail your ass. Everybody out there, nail each other's asses, please. For nail us. somebody's ass. On this behalf week. of P.S. I hate this movie. Nail someone's ass. Nail someone's ass. There okay. So anyway, it's a public service. Announcement. Um, the husband goes to go see George Clooney. Um, and he says uh, his name is like Rex 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 Roth or something. That's why James is saying that they're not like real people. It's Miles yeah. Massey. It's Rex Rex Roth. It's they even like, give him silly names. This like, is Howard Doyle of oil. Like Doyle you know? oil. Yeah. yeah. So it's shit like that where you're yeah. like, okay, this is weird. Like, yeah, you're clearly doing it's that. It's kind on purpose. of like they're like, let's make a character name. And then they're like, well, I don't want to sit and think about names. So I'm just going to make a ridiculous 
ridiculous name, and then that's yeah. but it, it, because it's because of who made it. You know, it's meticulously done, though. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is, you know, it's on purpose. So it's not like a normal bad movie where you're like, oh, people are lazy. Like you yeah. know, that's why it's like that. With them, you're like, no, no, no. This is they're they're trying to tell you something with that, but it's just the way they. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, then when we started watching the movie, I'm like, okay, this is different from most of our movies because most of our movies, there's going to be things where we're like, well, that was shitty. Yeah. The acting was shitty there. That was done poorly. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Why'd they cut it like that? But with this movie, you're like, none of that's going to be on the table. Okay. So I, I just, after listening to what you just said and stating your case, um, I really have a theory. Yes. I have a theory on what I think that they were doing with this particular universe. And I'm sure there's an interview out there. Someone's going to go, oh, yeah, they said this. I'm sure there's they've talked about it, but we haven't followed. I would love to. We're just saying someone's going to be like, here's an interview that something I'm sure there is. But it's fine. My theory is that they were just trying to simply nail our asses. Yeah. Damn it. You know. When your okay. ass is nailed, sometimes you don't even realize well, it. Well, somebody then, pin me down and nail my ass. <laughs> well, nail me my ass and call me Sally, because I don't I know like what the one. hell to do. Nail my ass and call me Sally. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, George Clooney is uh, asking him about the case, and um, Rex, Rex Roth says that... The two of them, him and Catherine Zeta-Jones, have like an open relationship. They have an understanding, uh, you know, because yeah. he's like, there's video. So, you know, we have an understanding that I have certain needs um, and whatever. And so George Clooney's like, OK, well, has she ever gone and cheated on you? And he's like, no. Um, it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's and then there. he says uh, that. I, I did love this line. Uh, George Clooney says, do you know if she has retained an attorney? And he says, she has Rottweilers. <laughs> George Clooney goes, that's not good. He goes, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a bad sign. So he says that he doesn't have any money and he can't afford to divorce her. So George Clooney is trying to come up with a plan as to how he can still win. He's rich, but he's got like all of his assets, millions and millions tied, tied up, up in a yeah. big shopping center. He's a real estate guy. Yeah. So that's that's the the crux of the whole thing he, who loves trains who has a weird train obsession um so now there's three women and they're all uh plus Catherine zeta jones and they're all sitting out by the pool it's funny because the three women are sitting there talking and you're like oh these are beautiful like women sitting out by the pool and they're glamorous and then Catherine zeta jones <laughs> walks out and you're like oh here comes the attractive if she friend. comes out and she's like what's up dogs how you doing yeah. i'm Catherine zeta jones fives attend yeah. speaking yeah. <laughs> excuse me hold on here <laughs> Oh, Jesus I'm sorry. Uh, did everybody notice me in my red dress? Yeah, That's what fine, I thought. But she's like, listen, I j- yeah. just came from the salon. My nails are fresh. Like, I look and great. You know what? I could be in a fucking sweatsuit with a ponytail. Still be hotter than all y'all. I'd still be way hot. You'd still be super jealous. I think if you looked like Catherine Zeta Jones, you would be allowed to like look shame. People. Well, like, I'm objectively prettier than you. That's like, the problem oh. with people like that. And like Elizabeth Hurley is just like, well, I mean, there's just again, we're just all out here trying our best. Yeah, we're trying our best. And we're just like, well, that's just not even that's not right. That's not cool. That's not not fair. even a blemish. No, looking the same till you're 75 years that's, old. Yeah, the kid, like that's with Elizabeth Hurley and like Catherine Zeta Jones. They'll just be what, 30 forever. Fuck you yeah, guys. Catherine Zeta Jones has looked like she was like 31 since like 1996. Yeah. It's very strange. It's I don't upsetting know to me. How she's pulled that off. Yeah. But. So it's fine. I love that they were on their Palm Pilots and they were trying to schedule hanging out with each other, which they're all just rich divorcees. So I'm really not sure what schedule. Well, they had that facials they have. and they had like it was a, it was a shrink on this day, yeah. facial on this day, 
fucking massages. Um, we're at the initial proceedings with um, George Clooney, his lackey, and his client. We see the guy, Richard Dankins, um, who actually plays Jennifer Aniston's dad in um, Rumor Has It Everybody Wants to Fuck yes. Kevin Cosner. Yes, Um and also the dad and stepbrothers. But he is Catherine Zeta-Jones' attorney. He's Freddie Bunker. Freddie Bunker? Yeah. Bender. Freddie Bender, Bender. Bender, Bender. Yeah, I'm like, Bunker doesn't sound right. It's something. It's Bender. <laughs> Bender. Um, something. Freddie B. So then we're moving to, you know, he's, so George Clooney says, my a client wants to reconcile. Nope, we're not going to do that. So we're kind of doing the, you know, back and forth there. And it it's going to go to trial. So, oh, but how good did those pastries look? They they had some nice looking and a croissant Danish and some croissant. I, I wanted it was good. all of that. It was good. It was more interesting than the scene. This is the scene too, mm-hmm. where our two leads meet each other finally. Oh yes, yeah. That's what they I mean. walk in. So first of all, you walk in, um, and if you're Catherine Zeta Jones, I think you just one notice how handsome George Clooney is. You're like, oh okay. And then two, you're like, that's my husband next to him, and I could have had George Clooney. Like, he's what like, the fuck? Yeah, he's freshly whitened. He's very confident. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're George Clooney, you're like- His teeth are whitened, yeah. by the way. He, he wasn't like, look now, I'll be whiter. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he did not go get skin no. treatments. No. Um, but anyway, so uh, Richard Dankin says that he thinks that George Clooney is bored and on his way out. That's what he says to- um, that's, uh, Yeah, it's Zeta yeah. there. Uh, they do so much quick banter, and it's so exhausting. Oh, is this when they go out to dinner? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So yeah. I'm sorry. George Clooney, I, I accidentally scrolled down. George Clooney takes Catherine Zeta-Jones out to dinner, and it's so that he can have her away from the house so that Kat, um, Cedric the Entertainer can go and Spy. do some, you know, see if there's anything there that he's he can use. To, yeah, he's supposed to take... Like microfilm, like you know, like a seventy spy movie of yeah. uh, of her address book to find out everybody she knows is number. That's yeah, a, that's so the quick for. banter is so exhausting, and it's just ugh. Like you know, where he's like, you know, what about this? Yeah, you it's, know, it's clear that they're doing it on purpose to be annoying, and you're yeah. like, why are you doing this? There's no commentary on it. You're just doing it, yeah. like. You're do- you're taking the annoyance and weirdness of a shitty romantic comedy, and you're turning the volume up a yeah. little bit. But there's no commentary or so jokes on it. So he, just- George Clooney, asks her like what her plan is and what she's doing, and she says that she wants to nail his ass. I'm not kidding. She says nail his ass. She does. Yeah. Um, Cedric the Entertainer goes to her house, and he gets chased out by the Rottweilers. Um, he climbed up on the gate on the gate, and I'm surprised that he didn't say. To the dogs, I nailed your ass. <laughs> gonna, oh no, they're gonna nail my ass. No, but so uh, somehow the dogs opened up the gate. Why? It seemed pretty easy to open it, the gate, so yeah, I don't know why he had like, to climb up it. Because it like wasn't latched, but he didn't realize it, so he climbed up it, and then like the, the weight, dog pushed on it. The, just the weight of him being on it kind of swung it open when the dogs yeah. came, pushed on it a little bit, and so the gates just kind of you know swung open. And then slowly. they were they were looking up like hello. Yeah, and he's just sitting atop. Come a on gate down with, now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now he goes to lunch. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer goes to lunch with George Clooney and the co-counsel. And There's he, a, huh? That scene too. The, it was really weird. It just didn't wasn't necessary the, between no, the waitress was, and and the and George Clooney's sidekick, like ordering a salad. Like none of that shit was. It necessary. was only for us to get the line. I find an ass and I'm gonna nail it. 
I guess so. Because that's yeah. what Cedric the Entertainer. Is. I'm mean, telling you, you could have nail op- your ass. You could have opened the scene with Cedric the Entertainer sitting down. You didn't have to open it with him ordering a fucking yeah. salad for a minute and, and a half. And those weird was... steaks that were covered in uh, smothered yeah. and covered. Uh, it was gross. gross. Yeah, it was like a where it was like where uh, Sylvester Stallone took his kid to eat and over the top. Yeah, that was basically where they where they were eating. Um, so now we're at the trial, and they show the video that Cedric the Entertainer got um, to everyone, to the judge, the plaintiff, the you know respondent, everybody. Um, and so uh, Catherine Zeta Jones is on the stand. She's crying. She's very, um, she's very good. She's very practiced. When she watched the video, she was crying. She looked devastated. Um, and then you know, then when she goes up on the stand, she's crying, and she says she's devastated. Uh, Cross examination time. So. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is putting on a pretty good performance here. Yeah, she says she's, she's loved it. her husband since the first time that she met him. And they call in some guy, uh, the Baron Cross von Espy. He's, ba- yeah, he's, he's a very fabulous man with he's, Pomeranian. He's basically Martin Short and father of the bride yes. is coming in to testify. He's a concierge at some place. I didn't catch it and I didn't feel like rewinding it and going back. But some fancy like he, European hotel. Yeah, he helps everybody find stuff and not just like, hey, is there any good restaurants? You know, he he he's the type of concierge for like the fancy rich place where like if somebody needed a prostitute that they could then they, they could murder afterwards with little consequence, he would find you that. Yeah, he yeah. seems like he... He'd be like, she has no family, no problem, no one miss her. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's what he would... Yeah, we yeah, throw her out when you're done. He'd find somebody yeah. that fit the qualifications. Whatever the yeah. horrible desire you have as a wealthy person in this hotel, he and will help. a very cute dog. He had a fluffy little cute dog. I don't like fluffy. Pomeranians that much, but only because I had to, pup, I had to puppy sit some Pomeranians. They're very yippy. They park. And they did not like me, and they woke me up at like four o'clock in the morning every morning. Yeah, they're, 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 they're very, they're very yippy. Um. Anyway, so um. At least when our dogs bark, it means something. Oh my god! How funny would it be if Frankie put her paw on the Bible? Like they had the Pomeranian. To like take an oath. Yeah, because the dog immediately puts its paws Frankie on would, the Bible. Yeah. I want to put Frankie in these positions. I'd I like want to put Frankie on the stand you bed. you got to dress her like 60s Jackie O. Yes. And put her in these put positions. Put a pillbox hat. If somebody and wants we'll, to draw me a picture of Frankie in a pillbox hat looking like Jackie O, because she is very presidential, Frankie. So you have to give her like a, like a her face is very like. Hmm. She's fucking stately. Yeah, very and stately. And her makeup looks better than yours always. Um <laughs> But anyway, so if somebody wants to draw Frankie in a pillbox hat and a dress or like, She's you know, the Catherine Zeta-Jones of dogs, really. So yeah. she's, she's pretty, very yeah. pretty. She's going to hurt you. <laughs> and she's going to hurt you. That's what I mean. She she's really evil. Is. She's pretty and she's evil. Um, so he says, uh, George Clooney asks her, like, okay, or asks him, he's like, so has she ever requested anything weird um, or unusual from your concierge services? And... Um, Baron Von Espy says that Catherine Zeta-Jones required a husband. A husband. She said she required a husband. She requested a silly man who doesn't know how to protect himself and who had a wandering pee-pee. And was obviously and, rich. That was the and first was, Yeah, that's what I mean. Is that he's very, yeah. he's, he needs to be a silly man who's rich and doesn't know how to protect himself and has a wandering pee-pee. He's only smart in making money, mm-hmm. I think she said, yeah. And then he, uh, Baron Von Espy identifies the silly man... And that is Rex Rex Roth, and it's weird because Rex Rex Roth, Rex Roth <laughs> climbs over 
the table. Yeah, rather than go around it, he could take like, one he, step like, around. He backed up his chair yeah. a little bit and then whatever. He tried to he climbed over a table to attack him at the witness stand, and the judge allows it. Yeah. So uh, Catherine Zeta. After this, Catherine Zeta Jones. It's implied, like clearly, George Clooney and his team won. Hmm. Okay, so Catherine, Catherine Zeta Jones goes and meets her rich divorcee friends at the beautiful at their beautiful house, and she says that she wants to marry again and she wants to nail that guy's ass good. Nail his ass good. The I want to nail, nail his nail. ass good. She says, "I will marry again, and I will nail that a- that guy's ass good." Like that's what her yeah. goal is. is. She wants to nail somebody. She's good. an ass nailer. Is this the scene where the the lady is uh, like she got a peptic ulcer? Yeah, and she's super rich. She's been divorced three times, and you know, nailed yeah. everybody's ass. And now she's got like the weird. She's nailed the most expensive ass. Yeah. yeah and now she's got like a gardener who like slowly hedge clips with it's... no shirt on. So Catherine Zeta Jones says in this movie that it's her. goal goal to be like financially independent and i mean whatever get a fucking job get a job or like figure out a talent that you have start a business with one of these guys and then fucking you get get entitled to it you're fucking hot be one of those medical chicks that rolls a little suitcase in a doctor's offices and makes old people take shitloads of pills because they're hot how about that do that she would have done great at that but instead she's like i'm gonna marry people and nail their asses I'm going to nail their asses. I'm just going to ass nail. That'll be my job. Yeah, as opposed to... How you doing? Ass nailer. Yeah. She, yeah no. Wow, that's a really good job for her. She should have done... She should have made old men smile. An well, old yeah. lady smile. Well, no, because... No, well, she no. Eventually, it's killing them with you know too many pills, but she could have gotten doctors yeah. to buy anything. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what they do. They send these chicks around with these little suitcases, and then they do that, and the next thing you know... Your grandpa has a whole thing of days of the week that's full of fucking pills. Shake, shake, shake. That's because a hot chick came in with a little suitcase. That's what happened. You stay away from me, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Don't nail you nail my ass. grandpa's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't nail grandpa's ass. Well, the ass nailing rolls downhill, damn it. First it's the doctor <laughs> gets his ass nailed, and then they t- they put that ass nailing right on their patients, and then your grandpa's ass is as good as nailed. <laughs> so if you got a grandpa out there- Multi-level ass nailing. His ass is nailed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please be in my downline. That's what happens. <laughs> yep. Ass nailing downline. It's a multi-level ass nailing marketing thing. It's a pyramid of ass nailing. Okay. That's the only cult I approve of. <laughs> the, okay. The pyramid of ass nailers. <laughs> <laughs> the international pyramid of ass nailers. I feel like that's a good social club name, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody out there, if you like this show, that's what you are. You are in the international pyramid of ass nailers. That's <laughs> that's that's our group of listeners. That's what you guys are gonna. That's what we're gonna call you from now on. Hello, international. Pyramid of ass. And we nailers. would tell everybody to go. I P go high A D. Oh, I asked ass nailers. I I say D N. Oh, I did take. I was like iPad. Okay. I. I-P-A-N. I-P-A-N. <laughs> International Pyramid of Ass Nailers. All of you guys. The whole P.S. Wait. I Hate This Movie community. Can we be an international brotherhood of Okay, well, the pyramid is, because that's why it's showing that there's downlines here. We're still thinking about it. You're not going to okay. just come yeah, in yeah. on day one as an ass nailer and be at the top level of ass nailing. No, that's no, not no, going to no, happen. No. you got to work no. your way up. you got to really ass nail some ass. <laughs> you got to nail some ass. Then you got to get some ass nailers under you that are out there nailing ass for you. That way it's double the ass nail, triple the ass, but it's exponential ass nailing growth. 
And that's the only way this is going to work, everybody. So International Pyramid of Ass Nailers, everyone. That's us. Or you guys, I guess. We're at the top of the ass nailing pyramid, me and you. Message your friends. Hey, babe. (laughs) These are great meetings. People just stand up and go, I'm going to nail his ass. Hey, babe. I know that we haven't talked since high school, <laughs> but I always thought you were really cool, and I loved your proclivity for ass nailing. <laughs> I always thought you'd be a super badass ass nailer. So I just... Somebody once said that they were like, they're like, I because she sold makeup, and she was like, I always thought you were so pretty, and I was like, okay, so I don't wear that much makeup now, All and right. if you always thought I was so pretty, you try to put more makeup on me. <laughs> Hmm. Thought I was beautiful. Guess what? I'm gonna nail your ass. Now your ass is nailed. International pyramid of ass nailers. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna draft a boilerplate for our, our recruiting message. We need to do it. I this... always thought you'd be a super badass ass nailer. Do you see how we much we don't want to talk about this movie? No, I want to continue because you so know why boring. we came up with the multi-level ass nailing market. That's what I mean. I feel like that's the high this point. This is the best part of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we've, it's the best we've, part of this whole movie. We've, we've gotten ex- something. We've, we've gotten juiced, joy. We've juiced this movie dry. I feel like, and it's not like a third of the way through it. Not yet. Okay, so <laughs> she um, now I don't remember why she does this. She goes and she kicks Jeffrey Rush in the street. So he's like homeless now, and he's where. Wearing his linen suit. So he's out on his ass after it got nailed. Well, it's nailed. He's yeah. totally nailed. Nailed. <laughs> Done. Um, so he's out on his ass he's with his He's got like one Emmy. shoe on sleeping in yeah. an alley. And his, his suit Emmy. is like tattered. Yeah, he's got the same suit from he like. He has no friends. He has no he lost anything. Court. So he's like, cool, I'm homeless. Well, yeah. she also, he, George Clooney all, not only got all of his stuff for his ex, yeah. even though she was the one, you know, obviously causing the strife, but not only that. He also got her his TV show somehow. Yeah. Like somehow now yeah. she's a, a, a producer. I don't well, know. Well, we don't always have to nail people's asses. That's true, but you we can't can, you can't can decree someone's talent. Producing takes talent of some kind. You can't just be like, "You're I pronounce we're, you a talented producer for, as a judge." Sometimes you fortify somebody's ass. You're paying wow. it forward. Oh, okay. You pay it forward. So it's not all ass. ass nailing. It's not all ass nailing. Life is not all ass nailing. Not a parade of ass nailing. <laughs> No. Life isn't a joy parade of ass nailing, Sometimes everybody. you get some fortification, some foundation for your ass. Yeah. Foundation for that ass. It's a nail. Well, you can't nail it if it doesn't have a solid foundation. That's, That's the problem. <laughs> Once it has a solid foundation, this. you can really nail so it. <laughs> you can really nail it. It hurts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she kicks him and she asks Are we for ready? Pyramid of ass nailers? We're ready. Okay. Ah. Everyone out there is ready. Sorry, had to make sure the whole crew was ready to go. <laughs> okay, okay. Ass so nailers she... unite! Ready your asses and eat hearty. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come up with like you know we're from the two thirty third ass nailers. You need to come up with like your own little local union, local your own little locals. You know that's how it works under the pyramid of. I'm the, nailing people's asses under the pyramid of yeah. the international pyramid of ass nailers. Yeah. That's how it's going to work. Yeah, I'm nailing people's asses oh, we're nailing. from here on out. I'm always nailing people's asses. I'm going to stay nailing people's asses. <laughs> okay. So she asks for a name. Cut to George Clooney going to a meeting with the senior partner, partner of the firm. It seemed like a positive meeting, but this man is very old and on many breathing yeah. tubes and stuff. It, that's Yeah, he's like... His quality uh, of life is not good. No, it, this reminds me of an... Is that a Coen Brothers movie too? It is. 
Isn't it, isn't Hudsucker Proxy a Coen Brothers movie? Mm. Shit. Fuck, if, it's, if it isn't, it, it seems like one, because yeah. it's an alternate universe type thing. There's a lot of this, scenes that are similarly yeah. shot to so the Hudsucker Proxy. So this office is like scary and it's dark, but up, like man. this this man, it seems like a very positive meeting because he's like, okay, yeah. you did this in 12 days. You've got this many billable hours. You have this, that's blah, 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 blah. It's definitely. And then it's. Um, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely. He, but like, then he's like, oh, I'm in my feelings. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if he's like, because he's like, you're the engine of the, um, you're the engine of the firm. The guy, he's but, telling him all, he's like, you have this many billable hours <laughs> and you've got this many, like he's telling yeah. him all the crazy money he's making for the firm by, you know, milking these people, these clients. Nailing and he, some asses. Nailing asses. And so, you know, like we say, ass nailing rolls downhill. Yeah. So the Clooney's like freaked out by these meetings but happy also yeah. it's very strange the yeah. guy's like 112 i don't know what he's, cares. yeah i don't it's wild so anyway i don't know why he is he seems to be very shaken up and i don't know if he's like oh i'm oh, very nervous about this it. um he's the ghost of christmas future that's what it is oh he sees if he keeps doing this because that's why he's bored he says he's later on they're like he's the first one in the office in the morning this old guy he has no fucking and life magazine, he doesn't enjoy his money the magazine that he read inside the in the waiting room to go see his boss <laughs> is living without your intestines living without intestines monthly and yeah. it's like whoa okay. so anyway ass nailers Yes, Nailers. That's we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a, a monthly magazine. I don't know what it will be, but we should have a monthly magazine. Yeah, that's true. Let's do it. Ass Nailers monthly. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> it sounds so dirty. I think it's gonna be misconstrued a little we're, bit, probably. Our, member, our membership is gonna be awesome, and we're like, gonna have a lot of complaints. Can I have my money back? I didn't think that this was Ass Nailers. We, we, yeah, we can't release a hard copy in case like teenagers' moms find it under their mattress. You know what I mean? They'll be like, "You have Ass Nailers monthly." Like it's about fucking bad movies, mom. I swear to God, it's about bad movies and Sarah's opinions on food. It's I dumb. Swear, it's not about fucking. Look, there's no asses in here at all. <laughs> it's actually pretty educational because I mean, yeah, I jerked it to that picture of Elizabeth Hurley, but besides that, I mean, it's not like dirty pictures. She's got a dress on and stuff. She's just hot. Sarah posts her middle of the night Google searches in it, and you know it's pretty cool. Wondering why if the opossum is part of the matriarchal society. <laughs> okay, let's finish this. <laughs> so plow through. Catherine Zeta Jones is having a meeting with George Clooney now. Um, also in attendance at the meeting is Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. And it seems like we have a new husband here. So um, George Clooney asks what she's up to. She says that they're in love and they're going to get the Massey prenup, which is apparently so airtight that um, Catherine Zeta-Jones wouldn't get a fucking penny yeah, of anything. Is, they teach this prenup. They keep bringing it up. It's a it's a legendary document that they teach at Harvard Law School. It's the only yeah, it's, it's the, the only ironclad prenup in the history yep. of because that's what divorce lawyers do. They no try to find holes in prenups. No, this is a th- what this is is a document that covers your ass so no nails can get in it. It's a ironclad ass cover. <laughs> it's like a, it's an ass nailing chastity belt. <laughs> it's what it is right there. You're never gonna. It's full time protection of ass nailing. It's your ass is covered by Simply Safe. There's a free plug for Simply Safe. They're sponsors on my other show. So there you go. They've been nice to us for two years. They're good. Good security. The Massey prenup ass covering device. Get yourself one today. Protect yourself. Yes. At threadless.com slash you got heigled. Oh, no. 
We're okay, gonna sell haggled that thread. That's not there. You go. Okay. We're gonna sell a so ass <clears throat> covers so you George, won't get drilled and nailed. Oh God! Don't ask Threadless to sell that. They'll be like, um, we're not gonna be partnering with you guys anymore. Do you want to be in my downline of ass? <laughs> Do you have ass guards? How come you guys don't make ass guards? I was looking for an ass guard because people are always trying to nail my ass, man. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? I'm going to get an ass nailer. These people finally understand it, man. I'm like, I'm going to get a protector. And now it's like not even there. You sold out. Okay. I get it. You sold out. It's cool. Ass nailer it. James, can we please? I will nail your ass. Don't you rush me. I'm no, going to nail yeah, your let's ass. Let's get this movie over with. George Clooney kisses her, of course. Yeah. Um. So she says, because everything about their banter is very... You know, whatever. So he kisses flirty. her and she says, I could have you disbarred for this. And he says, it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. I'm Batman. I'm ready to have my ass nailed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my George Clooney impression. That's it. And then he, yeah, and then he plays Batman poorly. Billy Bob Thornton's. Um, so now we're at the wedding, which it was weird that they invited George Clooney and his lackey, but that's fine. Um, that's what but, you want to do. That's not an yeah, ominous invite sign. Your prenup to invite divorce lawyers. I'm yeah. gonna invite the premier divorce lawyers to my wedding. Yeah. So Billy Bob Thornton's gift to his bride is to rip up the Massey prenup and dip it in barbecue sauce and eat it and. You know, he's he starts clapping. He's like, it's brilliant. Like, oh, you yeah. know, because now it's torn up and now she'll get half like, you know, whatever. So he's yeah, it appears that he has met his match. Absolutely. So, now, if I ever die, make sure to. Well, I'll die eventually. But if you're alive and I, you have to like plan my thing. Just like this wedding, make sure to hire out some vultures to swarm above the casket because I feel like it's a similar situation to have yeah. a fuck, to have a divorce lawyers invited to your fucking wedding. It seems silly to do. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So um, now we show. He says, like, so since you're single, or no, because she's not single yet. She just got married. But he's like, since your marriage is on its way down, um, you know, let's go have dinner. And then it says six months later, he's on a flight to Las Vegas, and he. Um, was sick to his stomach talking about how there's no like rules or anything like that in Las Vegas and that he's not happy about that. They have no fault divorce. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like you don't even need a divorce attorney. Like people don't, because I think that a lot of people would really just rather have that. Like people would rather just like, let's do no fault. It seems cheaper for everybody. Like, and it seems like it's really painless. So, but they don't want that. They want this to be George Clooney wants to, Nail your ass. Yeah, there's no na- ass nailing with that. No. That's not going to be good enough. So he's apparently a keynote speaker at a conference for divorce attorneys. Um, and he, the speech that he is going to be present, the thing he's going to be presenting is nailing your spouse's assets. That's Nail what it's ass. called, literally. Nail your nailing your spouse's assets. Your spouse's assets. That's literally yep. the name. Of it. So if you're not out there nailing an ass, nail an asset. That's it. Get an asset because there's the first three letters of that. Nail an ass. Nail an ass and taking names. The Cloonster. Yeah. So, okay. So, it's my new favorite phrase. I've been brainwashed by nail your ass. I'm sure by the time... Some of you are like, oh my God, if you say nail your ass one more time, I'm going to be really You still haven't heard it as many times as we did over the course of this movie. That's why we keep saying it. To reiterate We're trying to make sure you understand... Oh, and also, uh, let's be honest here, James. This is now going to be our cult. Okay, that's true. So we're trying to nail your ass by getting you to nail your ass. That's it. So that's we're just going to subliminally get you to nail somebody else's ass for us. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> I okay. Love it. So, um, hey, people have done dumber things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So um, she's talking about how, you know, being a rich divorcee is a lonely life. She's like, oh, you know, I just wanted to be independent and whatever. And, you know, so I'm supposed to feel bad for her. I guess so. Because she's like, oh, I just have more wealth than I could know what to do with. And, you know, and now... Like, it's like, yeah. okay, well, you wanted to nail somebody's ass, and now, you know. Yeah, now she's 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 trying to play Cloonster with the- I'm sorry, the nail is on the other ass That's now. what I mean. It's on the other foot in some other ass. That's the whole problem here. This, this I don't get why, all right, I, I don't know. I don't know what Life the, is a never-ending parade of ass nailing. Yeah, this movie's, it reminds me a lot of that Sigourney Weaver movie, like the you Heartbreakers, where yeah. they, it's like a, a bunch of like scams and schemes yeah. and like- yeah. That nobody actually does. It's just very weird. Just a lot of ass nailing. Yes, very much so. So George Clooney has a nightmare about his senior partner yelling at him. The old know, death. The old death spectrum. man. Yeah. And Catherine Zeta Jones calls George Clooney's room and she's crying. She says that her friend with the peptic ulcer passed away. Uh, she also said earlier on in the evening that she only has her peptic ulcer to keep her warm at night. <laughs> to keep her warm. So. Um, the peptic ulcer killed her friend, so they like run to go get married. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones and I actually asked James. I said, "Is this like another?" Because he wakes up yeah. after the weird dream with his boss, and I'm like, "Is this like another dream?" Because it just felt really weird. The whole movie feels like a dream. So yeah. when someone wakes up and then there's another dream and another, you're like, "Is this a dream or is this yeah. the movie?" Because it all has the same weird, strange tone. Are we and getting overview. our asses nailed right now? You never know. You could be. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible. So they run to go get married. They sign the Massey prenup. I was kept asking, like, what's the angle here? Because they sign the Massey prenup. Her wealth is protected. His wealth is protected. And then they go to, like, um, have sex. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, do you really love me? And he's like, yes. So she rips up the Massey prenup. And why he wasn't like, no, 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 don't do that. Well, because, yeah, he was he was all caught up in this moment yeah. of love and trust is what happened. So anyway, he's going on to be a keynote speaker. He's a freshly wed cloonster. So um, it's weird because he's supposed to be talking about nailing your spouse's assets. And yeah. instead, he's like, love is good. Love is wonderful. Yeah, he gets like, up in front of a ballroom full of the lawyers. nation's top divorce attorneys that are the, you know, the biggest sharks mm-hmm. out there trying to get the most. And he gives a speech about... Love and love is, and he's being very warm and heartfelt. Like he ripped up his speech, and he's like, you know, love is good, yeah. and love is, you know, people, our clients are feeling this, and and everybody, like, it just, it felt really embarrassing. It was, and that's the point of it. It was just cheesy enough to like let the movie is winking at you to let you know that this is, they yeah. know that this is cheesy. Like yeah. we're taking it to a level of ten percent past. And- Now he is, he says he's going to dedicate himself to pro bono work in East Los Angeles. God bless you (laughs) all. He says East Los Angeles and, you know, and he just does his hands like like other other places places that are. Um, Everyone's clapping. I'm not sure what they're clapping. Um, Because it's like a spoof of a rom-com. But I thought that it was more like that they were clapping because he's the best one out there. And then they're like, yay, now we can, you know, he's the best one. So nobody, you know, people want to see us. I don't know. No, the way they had him do it was like the one guy clapped and then a couple more. And then they Mm -hmm. were like, no, no, we can clap. And they're standing up and there's like joy in their eyes. They're like nodding and like shaking his hand. And he's like. The one guy raises his hand like he's the champ, and they all scream but and cheer. But why did he look so disheveled? He had his because shirt he just came from banging Zeta Jones all night. He was overwhelmed by the ass nailing of an entire night well, of Zeta Jones hotel sex. 
He's been yeah. busy nailing ass, literally. I, so. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, he says he's relinquishing the partnership to his lackey, and he wants his lackey to work with him. They're at the bar, and they find out that Billy Bob Thornton is actually an actor on a soap opera, the soap opera that yeah. Jeffrey Rush was producing. We look up, and there he is um, on TV so as they're a doctor. Like, yeah, they're like, oh no, holy shit, that guy is actually worth nothing. Yeah. Um, he's just an actor. And uh, so then, you know, he's on to it. He's like, oh, no, you don't have a prenup. So he he like they know she's going to divorce him like this was all. Yeah, she doesn't actually have any. This money. was a coordinated ass nailing. Yes. A coordinated, was, yeah. Yeah. This is all a big revenge plot to get back at yeah. him for fucking her over the first fucking time, her over, yeah. which would have just been way easier for her to find some other rich guy to marry. Yeah. Super much yeah. easier. So um, she goes back to the hotel room. He goes back to the hotel room and he's like, you know, where are you going? She says that she's, you know, I'm filing for a divorce. I'm filing an injunction against you so you can't come within 500 feet of me. Um, of my house. And he says, my house. Yeah. And she says, well. Well, it's, we'll see. Yeah. So she's kind of tore up about this. Like She gets back to her friend's house. and Or no, I think it was her house. And her friends are like, yes. yeah, just fucking ride out the divorce proceedings. Because her friend says, enjoy your pool. Yeah, enjoy your pool. Like, hang a, out. Yeah, just, like, let everything, you know, whatever. Um, so the senior partner is not happy with George Clooney. And, you know, he's like, you embarrassed us. This is not good. So he, George Clooney <laughs> wants to go and get Catherine Zeta-Jones killed? That's the, yeah, that's that's where it takes, like, a... He meets up with this guy named Wheezy Joe. Yeah, who and then is, he the wants to have he her from? killed, and I was like, okay, like yeah. I just didn't get. It was a very weird turn where he's like, yeah. okay, Weezy Joe, so it you're just was kill very her? out of character, and the, well, <laughs> violence and the underworld had never entered into this yeah. movie. No one has had a, no one's been even a part, a partly a criminal. Yeah, it's been a lawyer and a rich guy, you know, sta- yeah. a real estate guy and a television producer yep. and a, you know, and, and their wives. Where everybody's been above board. It's yeah. now all of a sudden we have we're meeting in a bar with some guy who's gonna. Why, you know, and the guy's like, "Who you want me to kill?" And I'm like, "Where the fuck did this come yeah. from?" Yeah, they never say how he knows of a hitman. Yeah, it like, wasn't like we need to get her killed. How are we going to find a hitman? Yeah, like should I ask Cedric the Entertainer? Like there yeah. was no there point. Was like, no like Cedric I don't the have Entertainer a worked for George Clooney. Like, he worked for everybody. He was but, a, he was a freelance investigator. He just he nailed yeah. asses when asses need to be nailed. Listen, that's it. It's on a, no his loyalty is to nailing ass, not to a person. And it's on a it's on a case by case ass. Ass by ass basis is yeah. how he does it. He's just he's an independent yeah. ass contractor. He's an independent ass nailer. Yeah, he's not gonna. He, he can't be locked down. <clears throat> That's the thing. Because what if somebody doesn't provide the volume of ass nailing that he needs? In his are we life? gonna have like local groups like Midwest Vans Ltd? Yeah, I think like, so. Are yeah. we gonna do like? Are there gonna be different? Like I'm the you know yeah, yeah, Tri City. We, we need chapter heads. Guys, I'm put tri- this together. Yeah. And then you can People. also be an independent ass nailer. You can, you can. Hey, you know, if you don't want to be part of a group, I, I get that. So you yeah. can be ass nailers independent. And you know what? You're I'm still in you the something. pyramid. You're still in the pyramid. I'm going to tell you don't something. Worry. There are dues, but do you know what the dues are? What's that? Ass nailers. Ass nailers. Nail, Nail some ass. fucking ass. And That's listen it. to this show. Yeah. Okay. So um, they, okay. So Catherine Zeta Jones's uh, first ex husband, Rex, Rex Roth, 
is Doesn't on matter. a bed jumping stupid, around stupid with a name. bunch of weird uh, a bunch of ladies and they're all weirdly going like choo choo there's a there's a projection of a, a giant projector that's projecting black trains. and white footage of trains onto the wall like over them and they're all jumping on the bed they're and in lingerie yeah and he's got like a, a an engineer hat on and yeah. they're like jumping up and down saying choo choo like four-year-olds and it's he weird. has a heart attack and then passes away um and he apparently never redrafted his will so the george clooney and the lackey get a call in the middle of the night and um apparently rex rex roth never redrafted his will so everything is going to Catherine zeta jones so now she is rich yeah so she's super rich and he's not because remember he lost his partnership and everything like that yeah yeah so um he's like oh hey like you know i can protect the money that i have i can take a lot of her money yeah and i can can do that yeah yeah so if only Wheezy Joe wasn't on the way to kill yeah, her. Yeah, so he tries to call Wheezy Joe and uh, say, like, hey, just kidding. I don't want you to nail her ass. Like, yeah. you know. Go just... ahead and hold. Go ahead and put that nail back in the yeah. tool tool belt there. And calm um, down. So she, you know, he calls her and is like, don't go. You need to leave the house because I just got word that there's a gas leak and you could, you know, whatever. And she goes, oh, that sounds really dangerous. And then she, you know, Wheezy Joe's in the background and the dogs are, uh, she's like kind of evil. The dogs are like, you know, sitting right in front of fucking Wheezy Joe, like waiting for him to move. Otherwise, they're going to nail some ass. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's like, what did, you know, who was your client? And he says, Mr. Smith. And he goes, is this Mr. Smith? And they said, no, that's his attorney. So she finds that interesting. And she says, well, whatever they're paying you, I'll pay you double. So now Wheezy Joe's got to go and kill George Clooney and his friend, who are now en route to the house in pajamas and robes. So it's obviously very funny. Um, and uh, they are, they, like, now it's this weird comical, like, thing where it's very silhouette and they yeah. both have, like, loud um, yeah, spray like, things they're, yeah, they're to spray, spray the paint. dogs. They're going to, like, spray paint the dogs' faces or something. I don't know, like, yeah. to keep them away. So they find Wheezy Joe, and he's just, like, uh, when he goes to shoot them, they spray him in the face, and then he's just, like, shooting. Just well, shooting. And he's just, like... Up in the air, over there. If you're there. a professional, like, hitman, you wouldn't do that. You control your trigger, for fuck's sake. What are you yeah. doing? Jesus Christ, he's shooting everywhere. He put eight holes all around. I he's... wouldn't hire Wheezy Joe to do anything. No, I feel like he could collapse in the middle of anything. Anyway, yeah. can't, I can't breathe. So he accidentally sprays them in the face with the asthma inhaler and then shoots himself in the mouth. Yeah, he may he can, instead of putting the asthma inhaler in his mouth and shooting them, he does the opposite yeah. and blows his brains out. That's... So I was like, wow, that is an unfortunate... Yeah, that was a stupid thing um, to do. Uh, by the way, apparently the hole in the glass is a heart. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. That's how intentional the Coen brothers are. That's what I mean. They're good filmmakers, um, but that's they, they, good filmmakers. May, this would be like if Gordon Ramsay was like, I just want to make a Big Mac today. Like, it's going to be a great Big Mac, but you're like, why are you making this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you... You, you can trying make, to nail my ass? You can make food. You yeah. don't need to make a Big Mac. That's what the, It's a very weird movie. I don't get it. I love legal language here, a legal jargon, because now we have the um, meeting between George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones regarding their divorce. They have Richard Dinkins there. They have the lackey there, and they're, you know, uh, my client wants to reconcile. No, thanks. I don't think I can trust you after you tried to have me killed. No, you tried to have me killed. Like, you know, that type a of silly, thing. And then. Yeah. 
My favorite line here is Richard Dinkins saying that, as far as I'm concerned, a burglar broke in, repented, was despondent over his lifestyle, and killed himself. <laughs> despondent over his lifestyle is a very good line. It was it, like, and such a weird thing. Like, yes, of course, obviously, like, no, no, no. My clients didn't hire this man no, to kill each he other. Broke in and he said, was. What, what am, am I, I doing? doing? My life? <laughs> oh God, Jesus! I'm so unfulfilled. My parents I'm are disappointed. I'm so sorry. I can't take it anymore. Boom. Okay, so um, anyway, apparently they're going to reconcile. She tears up the because um, George Clooney says that you can't, you know, you can sign the Massey prenup anytime. So you know, yeah, so he signs it. Like let's do it now, and she rips up the the Massey prenup, and they make out, and then the um, Richard Dinkins like steals the ripped up one because he's like, oh, I've never, I've never seen it before. Yeah, like, and runs he's been and... acting like nobody's ever seen a Massey prenup before. So it's, yeah, seems like a pretty. St- they teach it at Harvard. Yeah. Fucking enroll. Well, I can... think that people are going to be treating the Massey prenup like our um, ass nailing manifesto. Oh, I think so. Yeah, we have to write that. People stuff. are going to be like, oh my god. Yeah. I want it. It's kind of like on Always Our, Philly, they had Ass Kickers United. We have yeah, Ass yeah. Nailers. It's a little different. We're Ass Nailing. Yeah. Okay. So then um, now what we get out of the out of all of this is now we get America's Funniest Divorce Videos. Uh, oh, yeah. Because Cedric the Entertainer, he's like, his he had his friends over in the beginning of the movie. This was, that was a funny scene, This was scene, the funniest too. scene. So he has like three or four of his friends over and they're like, come on, man, put the game back on. And he's just like watching the videos of him like catching people having affairs. Yeah. So he's like watching people like fucking commit adultery and he's like watching it like very proud of himself. They're watching, he's like, I'm gonna nail his ass right here. Watch this. Yeah, and I'm the ca- guys are all, the one guy's like, man, put the Rabinovitz video back on, man. That was funny. Yeah. But you have to understand, it's like six black dudes that are like watching sitting around which makes and they it, wanted to put sports back on and, and they're then, they're watching it like sports though these six dudes and that's what's so fucking funny about it is they're just like oh there it is oh, yeah. I'd watch, like, oh my god it was so I'd, funny i'd watch that if you like I, if people are like well, I, I caught you having an affair yeah. like it's cheaters yeah, that's the I'd show cheaters that. yeah. it's exactly what it is that's why i love the show cheaters yeah. it's ridiculous and over the top and like how could she how could yeah. she but in the end you're just like somebody busting into a fucking applebee's to be Nailing like their why ass. are you fucking my man and then this one going i wasn't fucking her man what are you talking about she don't know nothing she was fucking about me and then like they're you know throwing fucking potato skins at each other Ooh, i want potato that's good we gotta have a potato product here soon after we're done here yeah Yeah, we got tots Uh, we do have tots okay so um we end on the two best characters that we have ever uh cedric the entertainer he comes out you know doing like the america's funniest home videos type uh type (laughs) set and then Jeffrey Rush is the producer on the show, and everyone in the audience is cheering, nail your ass, he nail says, your We're ass. nail your ass. And then yeah, everybody it's like goes, ass, ass, and then they go, nail your ass, yeah. nail your ass, nail your ass. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends, with an ass nail in good time. Yeah. So anyway. Wow. I, uh, that's happened? it. It's over. It's done. What happened? James, do you know what happened? Tell me. Our asses got nailed. Nailed hard. Nailed hard. And the only place that you can go for <laughs> ass nailing recovery is to the Heigl meter. To the Heigl meter. The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement. Uh, the way we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls, five Heigls being the 
best movie you've ever seen in your no, life. Five movies is the worst. Five Heigels is the worst. <gasps> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's the worst movie you've ever seen. I got so distracted by ass nailing. <laughs> yeah, okay. On a scale of one Heigel to five Heigels, five Heigels being the worst movie you've ever seen in your entire life. Your ass has been nailed. Hard. Hard. One Heigel is not that bad. No, zero is whatever. Yeah. It's okay. Um, James, I will let you go first. Okay, this is the movie was so uneventful outside yeah. of the ass nailing. I just cool. have to give it a very middle of the road, <laughs> mediocre three. Okay, it's right in the middle of the high go scale. Okay. It's, I wouldn't watch it again because it's just not enjoyable. But it wasn't like it wasn't like burlesque where I'm like, for fuck's sake, fucking cut my throat, somebody. I was praying. Nail my ass. Nail my ass because <laughs> I could need some way out of this. It's not. It wasn't that bad, but it also wasn't like really bad yeah. where it was fun. It was yeah. just kind of boring. Three Heigels. That's all I got. How about you? Tell that's us, please. Actually, first I wanted to say that this. I should have. There's an intolerable amount of Heigels. Yeah, as many Heigels as you can give it is what I wanted to say, but I think I, it doesn't deserve that because no. they didn't really put that much effort to offend me. So like, it's just kind of middle of the road, and it's a three for me as well. Yeah, they were doing something, was, but I just didn't again, get if it, it was it two hours and fifteen minutes and it was enjoyable, I mean, start yeah. to finish, I would be. Great. If it was a little weirder or a little, but if it's just a, if know. it's just a routine ass nailing, it's a three high goal. It's a for th- me. So a double three from both of us, yeah. huh? Wow, yeah, we agree. Both of us. We had the same reactions to everything yeah. in this movie. Yeah. It wasn't like I was like, "This is terrible." And sometimes you'll be like, "No, this isn't terrible." And I'm like, "It's fucking awful." Well, I really like bad movies. I love so- bad movies, but so, not some of them are just not enjoyably bad. bad. Like some of them that we watch, some of them that we watch, I want others to watch. Like, I'm like, you really should fucking check this out because it's hilarious. But like some of them, they're really just terrible fucking movies. Like the one with the, I don't know, the janitor who danced back in the day. Step up. Like that was fucking Back in the day. That was a couple of years ago. No one should ever watch that movie. It's got no value whatsoever. It's not funny. It's just shitty. We were funny, but it wasn't. Whereas some of these movies are, they're so fucking bad where you're like, you should probably watch it just to see exactly what terrible pile of shit looks like. Yeah. You'll be entertained. But yeah, so that's this movie. Um, Thank you for listening with us. Yeah, absolutely. Good Lord. We we put you through it this week. Rate yeah, and review. Yeah, we put ourselves through it. Yeah, rate and review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars if you like the show. Please, please. If you don't like the show, please just don't say anything. You know, yeah, it's, it's just it's not a big deal. Like, live your life. <laughs> don't make me nail your ass. That's what it is. Don't, That's don't, what it's going to be. Don't make us nail your ass. Uh, follow us on social media. We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash you got high gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We do bonus episodes every other week on Patreon. Yes. Um, Patreon.com slash you got high gold, Y O U G O T H E I G L D. And we talk 90 Day Fiance, Below Deck, uh, Secret Princes. <laughs> Whatever um, crap reality. We and play some play games. games. But like we actually, so we go through the shit with what we talk about. So like yeah, we watch it, we analyze it. So it's not, we're putting effort into this. Yeah, we're not just like, and this person's games, going out with this person now. Yeah. We're like, we're breaking shit down hard. The games that we play. Nailing its ass. Okay, let's talk about it, James. First of all, the movie was not as, you know, uh, what your description was on Plotsy. 
But so the characters hear, were of similar. Yeah. Ilks. If you go on Patreon and you yeah. listen to a Plotsy episode or make your own rom com or whatever, and then you can watch a movie and compare it to James's movie, it's a very delightful experience. Yeah. And I think that that's what we, if we didn't do that this week, we yeah. wouldn't have Nail Your Ass. We would have no ass nail. You would to, not be an international pyramid of ass nailer member. Yeah. 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 You no. No, you would not be a member of the International Pyramid of Ass Nailers. You wouldn't. I want to know your chapter heads. That's I really it. want to know your chapter heads. Enjoy of being the ass in our nailing. downline. I'm going to be talking about this all night, of course. Um, and if you want to talk about it about that with me, I'm at Twitter or Instagram.com slash Sarah H is funny. S A R A H H is funny. I'm always happy to talk to you about ass nailing um, <laughs> potatoes don't say it oh, like that people are gonna you're, you're leaving a door open for some I, bad conversations I, had, I, I accidentally blew myself um, again I uh, <laughs> okay what was I saying you did it again you're giving out your social media and now you're gonna say your books are really funny which they are and you should get them small potatoes you should oh, get oh I don't even have to do my ad go ahead yeah. I hate talking about myself so go ahead <laughs> You should get both books, the small potatoes, and then the second one, which is uh, leftover beef from a lovable curmudgeon. You should get them both. They're both on Amazon, and they're friggin' hilarious. You should get them for Christ's sake. Yeah, they're a quick read, and they're really funny, really funny little and books. If you want to hear more from James, you can listen to him every Tuesday and Thursday on Crime and Sports and Small Town Murder. Yes. They're his other podcasts. Yes, one of them talks about criminal athletes, and the other one talks about murders that happen in small towns. If you couldn't tell. Not a, yeah, it's just kind of right there in the name. So listen to the shows. Listen Keep hanging shows. out with us. And you can also tweet at or whatever at Jimmy P is funny. Oh, yeah. Jimmy P is funny. Yeah, do that. On Follow Twitter. me. Just copy and paste my last We name. should just do because I'm your biggest cheerleader and you're yeah, my biggest cheerleader. Easier. So I'll just do your ats and then you do mine. It's easier. Because I bet you I'll sell more books yeah, that way. She's at Sarah H is funny and follow her. And <laughs> she's very your, funny on social media. I took my husband's media. Twitter name. She did. She's very funny on social media. And get those goddamn books. I'm serious. They're, yeah. And they're like they're not expensive it's not like they're $40 or something no, they're, they're like, like $12 they're like 12, 10, 12 bucks and they're funny as shit and you'll really enjoy them and they're yeah. on Kindle and they're on no audio version for some I reason I know I have to do I can't well, get her to record I know. one but you know how it goes do not I will nail your ass alright well let's get out of here so we we can these people can go nail each other's no, we asses have to, we have to talk about people <gasps> who have donated oh thank god I love these people sorry awesome. shout out no, no, I want to hear shout outs. I love these people. We have Heather M. Nichols. Thank you. Ryan Phillips. Why, thank you. Uh, Melissa England, or England. Chloe Rass. Ryan Harold. Jennifer Stevens. Marissa Allen. Elizabeth C. Slick. Mm, good, good. Um, Dana Cook. Um, what else she got here? And then the other ones are just comments. Oh, wow, wow. But yeah, that's it. That's all, right. all of our people. Well, thank you guys. For thank you guys. People. You guys so are awesome. Much for hanging out with us and, <laughs> you know, keep your ass protected. Go nail somebody's ass and go heigle yourself. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.